You're listening to the Flying Goat Farm Podcast with your host, Lisa Check. This podcast is for people who love yarn and fiber and sheep, who love to knit and crochet and maybe even felt. We will be talking about the crossroads between keeping sheep and goats, making yarn, and expressing your colorful self. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Flying Goat Farm podcast. I thought I would do something a little bit different today, and I was going to talk to you about some gift ideas for crafty friends. Um, Here's what's happening on the farm. So maybe in the background, you can hear a mower going. We have um, our farm helper here today, and he's just mowing down some of the dead grasses um, to make way for new growth underneath. And um, we did this to our big hay field a couple weeks ago, and the, it, the grass looks so beautiful down there. It's all nice and green. I think we're going to get some rain um, early next week, I think, before Thanksgiving. So this is a perfect time to do that. So the grasses will get some, they'll be able to grow a little bit before we start getting into the really cold part of the winter. And um, all the animals are doing great. They're still out there grazing. Pretty soon we will have to start feeding them hay. Um, We have plenty of hay from this year, so that won't be a problem. So here we go, talking about gift ideas for crafty friends. So I think I've told many of you that uh, most of my family is on the West Coast, and so I have to be thinking about Christmas presents early. I try to get them out the first or second week of December, and um, with things running so slowly at the post office, it's really been on my mind lately. What am I going to do? And really, in this lockdown, it's like, what do you really need? You know, have you, have you gone through that yet? Um, a lot of been, people have been, you know, doing the Marie Kondo stuff, kind of purging what doesn't give them joy anymore. Um, so what is it that we truly want to give to our friends, to our families? You know, what is it that we would like to receive? So I've got 10 different kind of baskets or bags. If you're like me, I'm the worst, uh, wrapper in the world. So I kind of like putting things into a basket or a a gift bag or something like that. Um, So I have 10 different ideas for that kind of thing. So my first one, I'm calling it sock it to them. Um, Do you have a friend who's always wanted to do socks, to knit socks, but never had the gumption to do that? Um, Or maybe um, they're thinking, well, it's time for me to, you know, get working on some socks. It's a good wintertime project. It's nice and it can be portable if you're going anywhere. Um, So here's some ideas that you could put into that basket or bag. Um, I really like having nice pointy cable um, needles, not cable needles, circular Um, needles that I like to do my socks two at a time from the cuff down. So having a really nice pair of of needles, um, either double pointed or uh, circular needles like Chai Gu or Haya Haya, something that is really quality, that is like a size 
one or a size two um, can get um, can be used exclusively for making socks. If you want to learn how to do socks two at a time, you can also slip a book in there. Um, there is a book called Socks Two at a Time. And um, also I have an uh, electronic e-course that is, um, that is a four-part e-course that takes you from casting on to binding off and how to do it two at a time on a circular needle. Um, after you knit those socks, you're going to need to have some um, sock blockers. So, you know, having a pair of those is really good. Um, and if this person wants to make socks for their children or socks for their husband, you want, might want to give them more than one, you know, medium-sized pair. You can look at the different sizes. And, you know, slip in a couple of skeins of really nice sock yarn. Of course, he, that, at Flying Goat Farm, we have beautiful fingering weight yarns that can be used for knitting socks. Um, we have our Cory sock base, our Chinook sock base, which has the cashmere in it, and we have our sparkly sock yarn, three different sock yarns. And I just recently added Trasna Light, which is a fingering weight yarn. It is not a super wash, it is a farm yarn. And also, um, if this person is um, a little more advanced knitter, you might want to get them the book Custom Socks by Kate Atherley. And it, that is, it's a really fun book, and she takes you through how to measure your feet and um, how to get the socks that are going to fit your feet. Because let's face it, everybody has different feet, right? I know with my feet, I can't do a regular um, decrease on my toe because my feet are more, um, shall I say, hobbit looking and not pointy. And so um, she talks about all those different things and she has some great sock patterns in there as well. So sock it to them for, for your favorite person who wants to knit socks. How about claws for, for your paw lovers, right? Um, so here you can, um, of course, make a a basket that would have a pattern for a little dog sweater or I didn't find any cat sweaters but I did find some fun um, cat stuffed toys and I have a picture of one of these here and I thought that would be really fun if you had a, a person who just loves cats and they could they could maybe make a replica of their cat that would sit in the window that would be made out of yarn it would be really fun um, both of those patterns are made with a worsted weight yarn. So our Lively or our Synergy um, or even our Trasna would be um, a really nice yarn for those perfect little pets that we have at home. You can also make um, pet toys by needle felting them. And you can hear my cat attacking my chair here. <laughs> she always comes in when I'm when I'm doing my podcast. Um, you can make really cute uh, cat toys with um, putting catnip inside and um, and then felting around it. You could put one of those, um, the plastic toys with the bells in them inside and felt around it. Pretty easy to do with a needle, with a felting needle and some roving. Um, or you can buy those too. And um, for a dog lover, there's tons of cute um, 
dog treats that are holiday based, you know, like they look like cookies and um, the, or the, the ones that I have pictured here are actually flavored with gingerbread. My dogs would love anything that was a treat. So that's claws for the paw lovers. And then what about for your new, your friends that are new to knitting? You know, they've watched you knit. They love what you're doing. Um, and now they want to take the plunge. We have time still. We're going to be, you know, in this isolation for several more months, I think. And so here's a great basket to get for someone who is new. I'm calling it gateway to obsession because y'all know what I mean about that. So if it's somebody that's totally new to knitting, I would suggest giving um, a set of interchangeable cable needles. I keep calling them cable needles, circular needles. Um, I love my interchangeable ones. Um, they fit in a small package um, you, and you just change the tips and you can have different lengths of the, of the cables. And um, it's really nice, compact. You get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, and also you could give them um, a gauge tool. You, you know, we all hate to do those gauges, right? But they're so important to do. And lots of the gauge tools have a place to do, to count your gauge. They also have a way to measure the size of your needles, that kind of thing. It's a really cute stocking stuffer. And stitch markers. You can never have too many stitch markers, right? There's so many that, um, you know, are cute, that are handmade, or you can even get um, a whole box of multicolored ones that are just really fun. And then put in some really exciting yarn that is going to be, um, that's going to really inspire your friend to start knitting. What I have showing here is my sparkly holiday collection. Um, you, and that's a fingering weight yarn. You might want to um, give something like a Trasna or a Lively that's a worsted weight. It might be a little bit easier to work with when you're just starting out. That's gateway to obsession. Um, I love mysteries. Do you guys love mysteries? So if you have a friend who really loves mysteries and um, you can you can make a bag for them or a, a basket for them as well. So I am thinking um, there's great, um, there's like five or six different authors that write mystery novels that are set in, in a yarn store or set um, with something to do with knitting, crocheting, spinning, and weaving. All you have to do is look those up online and find some of those. Um, you could also sign your friend up and maybe you do this together to do a mystery knit along. Um, those can always be fun and daring and um, challenging as well. I know that Stephen West always has great um, mystery knit-alongs. I think Casapinka does too, and um, those could be really fun. Also, stitch markers. I, I just went to Etsy and put in uh, mystery stitch markers, and there's lots of fun um, artisan stitch markers with different kinds of charms that are kind of mysterious. And again, how about some fun yarn to put in there? What I have pictured here is my viral sparkly um, collection. 
So it's the corona, the antibody, and the vaccine. And that's a mystery, right? So that's why I put it there. It's a mystery just how soon we will get out of our houses and back to real life. And there's a lot of my friends are really into history and historical novels. And so this one I'm calling Blast from the Past. So in this basket, you could put in some great historical fiction. I just pulled up some Philip, Philippa Gregory. She's very well known for her work with, um, with English historical fiction. And another great, great book is by Alice Starmore. It's called Tudor Roses. And each there's several really great patterns in there. And each of them is named for one of the tutors. And there's a story about the person that goes along with the pattern. It's a gorgeous book and there's some really great looking knits in there as well. And as far as like blaster in the past, again, on Etsy, you could get some um, wooden buttons or even some clay buttons because those would be something that would have been made in the past and some um, wooden tools. It could be wooden needles. It could be wooden um, darning needles like I have shown here. There's so many great handmade things that you can find on Etsy that would make a great gift or stocking stuffer. And of course, putting some yarn in, I put what I have shown here is my notorious um, RBG colorway. Um, she, you know, she ha is now in our, in our past and she um, added so much to our lives and so that's kind of my homage to a great woman and it would be nice as a gift. That's blast from the past. Um, so this one I called no elf on the shelf. I know a lot of you who are parents or grandparents really do hate that elf. Um, but this one was uh, based on people who might be um, fantasy lovers or fairy lovers um paranormal love paranormal kind of um novels like i do my favorite author is of all time is alice hoffman and i love that every one of her stories has something that is either a part of a myth or part of something paranormal um, her most recent books are like the rules of magic um, she wrote um Practical Magic. She, the, her books are just great. Well, she and her cousin did a knitting book that's called Fairy Knitting. And again, it is a, it's, has great short stories, kind of little vignettes that are all, um, they're either based on a fairy tale, uh, based on a myth, um, based on some old story that Alice has written. And then her cousin, Lisa, wrote the patterns. And so it's a really great book. I was lucky enough um, a couple years ago at Rhinebeck to be able to get one of those and get it um, autographed. It's one of my prized possessions. Um, and you could put in flower stitch markers. There's really cute um, like butterfly wing stitch markers on Etsy, um, even you know fairy shaped or like Tinkerbell shaped stitch markers. Um, I have yarn pictured here too. Um, 
our Zephyret is just a really luscious, lovely yarn that um, would make a wonderful gift for anyone. It's our baby alpaca, cashmere, and silk yarn. Comes in wonderful array of colors. And what about the kids zone? Do you have some crafty kids in your life? Um, I know that when I was teaching second and third grade, oh my gosh, the boys just wanted to learn how to knit and they wanted to learn how to crochet and they were fascinated. Um, whenever I am demonstrating spinning at a farmer's market or a fair, um, kids of all ages are just fascinated with that machine. And um, so there's lots of kids out there that um, could benefit and might really love learning how to knit or crochet. So again, in this little basket, you could put in um, a kid's crochet or knitting book. Um, you, again, I think you would start with something that was um, a, at least a worsted weight yarn. So our Lively or our Trazana or our Synergy would be beautiful for that. They can get started making some fingerless mitts. They could make some you know, even a simple hat. Um, you can start that as a square and sew it together. So it's, you don't have to do it in the round. And, you know, put in some kid-friendly needles in there. They're probably a little bit bigger for little hands. And um, perhaps you put in a coupon in there for, you know, knitting lessons, even if it's something by Zoom, if that's the only way that you can see each other, you know, to get together on Zoom and knit together. Um, that would be a really special time. And what about anybody who's a spinner out there or wants to learn how to spin? So there's a couple of great books out there. I put in Yarn Texture, which is um, by Julian Marino, and it's a great book to, that um, basically teaches you how to make the yarn that you want to make because you have a project in mind. And if the, somebody is a little bit more um, experienced, you might wanna get them a, a art yarn kind of book. I put in Spin Art by JC Boggs. Um, there's some great art yarn books out there and you know, put in a nice roving or two that would be something that they, maybe they wouldn't pick for themselves. We have Blueface Luster Roving, we have Alpaca Roving, and we have Polworth Silk Roving. And that Polworth Silk is so nice to spin with, and it would be a really luscious kind of Christmas present. Also, I was thinking um, a nice orifice hook. There's so many beautiful ones that are artisanally made. Um, I know that I keep wanting to buy one for myself, um, you can also get them a nice spindle um, from either Bosworth Spindles, makes great ones, or the Spanish Peacock. That would be a really nice gift. And of course, there are um, gauge tools for spinning as well that will show you, uh, you know, kind of what wraps per inch, like how, how big of a yarn are you making? What is the twist on the yarn? And um, so that's always nice to have put on your on your spinning wheel. If you um, are really an, 
a good relative or a really good friend, you can consider, you know, getting um, an electric or an e-spinner. They're coming down in price these days. Um, and that might be a really nice gift to have. Or if you're if you're listening to this so that you can, you know, tell your your friends, your significant other, your family, this is what I would really like to have. Put an e-spinner down if you're a spinner because they are really fun to use. And then finally, for your favorite hooker, now I have to say I do not crochet. I can chain stitch and that's about it. But I know that Tunisian crochet is really big right now. So you might want to put in, um, in this basket, put in a, a book on Tunisian crochet. The needles or the hook needle thing for Tunisian crochet is a little bit different. So you might want to include the appropriate tool for that. There's also um, beautiful freeform crochet books that are out there. And so that might be a nice choice as well. And then, you know, can you, I know that I can't have too many knitting needles, so can you really have too many hooks? So what I have on my screen right here is some beautiful like rainbow colored hooks and they're a little bit um, ergonomic so that they fit your hand a little bit better and relieve some of the hand strain. And of course, as with any of these, um, gifts, you could put in some yarn for that. And I have on the on here our Tresna Light, which is a fingering weight that is made from our sheep. Now, if none of those floated your boat, we also do gift cards. So all you have to do is go to our web store and um, search gift card. You can put in any denomination and then the person that you are buying for can pick out what they would like. And that's always a nice thing, especially if you're not um, physically close and you're not exactly sure what it is that they would want. So I want to thank you for joining me today to, to talk about um, gifts for your favorite crafty people. Um, remember that you can always find us on our website at www.flyinggoatfarm.com on our Instagram and our Facebook, and during my Thursday Thrums live, Facebook Live Thursdays at 1 p.m. So until I see you in person or virtually, happy making. Well, that's this episode of the Flying Goat Farm podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a review. Have a question you'd like me to answer? Send an email to goatherd at flyinggoatfarm.com. And to see our farm and yarn and roving, check out our website at flyinggoatfarm.com. Follow me at Flying Goat Farm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm Goat Herd on Ravelry. Until next time, happy making. <laughs>